Hello and welcome to the Teen Culture Podcast, presented by Faith Christian Family Church in Warrington, Missouri. I'm John Scott. With us in this podcast is Jojo Smith and Jaden Clark, as well as youth minister Tony Tiller. Tony, tell us what we're going to be talking about in this podcast. Okay, so when it comes to social media, we could talk about a ton of things, right? Um, The thing that I want to focus on today is the type of content kids are consuming. In this podcast, we're not going to talk about how stuff works. You can really find that stuff online pretty easily. Um, But I think we do have to, like, determine where kids are at the most. So when we're talking social media, correct me if I'm wrong, because I know there's a lot of, like, smaller, not not smaller, but just, like, more unknown, like, like WhatsApp or... What was it? K-I-K-I-K? Kick? Is that what you say? It? Kick. <laughs> I don't think people kick. use kick anymore. They don't Nobody use kick anymore? kick anymore? Okay, so let's talk about the ones that everybody knows. We got Facebook, we got Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Is there other platforms that kids are using? There used to be Vine, but that's that's out now. What else? It's not really anything else. I mean, yeah. there's no. I thought there was like I only other have apps. two social media, and it's Snapchat and Instagram. Snapchat and Instagram. Okay, what do you got, Jaden? I mean, I got Instagram and texting. That's it. And I got Facebook, but I don't use Facebook, really. Okay. Is it true that a lot of uh, the teens see Facebook as an old person's social media now? Like an adult, you know, technician Tom is back there shaking his head yes. <laughs> For the most part, yeah. For the yeah. most part. I will, I will say that as a parent, I got my, my kid, who's younger than 13, has a Facebook account, but he's only allowed to have one person as a friend, and that's me. <laughs> and that's because there's a lot of funny... Uh, he, he wants to be a veterinarian uh, mm-hmm. one day, and there's a lot of funny animal videos that I can't send him otherwise. And so he has it exclusively for that, but he's not allowed to have other friends. It seems like it starts there. Like A lot of times your first social media account is Facebook, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it goes into other things, right? So... A lot of times, like what I see, at least with students, is they might have Facebook, but they only interact with their family. Yes, with their family. Like, do you guys think that that's pretty yeah. pretty true yeah. across the board? So the only reason they really have it is so mom and dad is like, why didn't you delete? Why did you delete it? Okay, so so that's that's Facebook. Facebook is really for I would say probably thirty or up. Is yeah, yeah. Well, I think it depends on who you ask, Tony. I think that uh, some young folks use it uh, with our businesses. We use it quite a bit. It's right, a very yeah. good marketing tool. Um, and I, I just think that most young teens don't like it because, one, it doesn't go away like Snapchat yep. does. And uh, mom and dad are on there. Yes. I have Facebook on my phone. I have Snapchat for whatever reason. I've never used it. Um, and I don't have, uh, the others. I don't have Instagram. I don't have Twitter. Yeah. I don't have any of that. I only use Facebook and I think that's why a lot of, a lot of other parents are in the same boat. Yeah. Okay. So what's probably in the next, so then it seems like with Twitter, it's like half and half, either kids don't have it or kids love it. Would you guys agree? You don't have a Twitter, do you, Jaden? Mm-hmm. No, I've had it a few times, but it, it sucks. Yeah, why? It's just a bunch of people complaining. Yeah, kind of like Facebook Tumblr. is now. There's like Tumblr okay. is getting to be a big thing now. Talk to me about Tumblr. What is Tumblr? I don't know. I don't have it, but I just know a lot <laughs> of people talk about it. But so that's an up and coming one, right? Yeah. Could, Tumblr's been around for a while, yeah. but it's like more. It's coming up. It's more, more of just like Snap stuff that doesn't Chat, make sense. <laughs> Oh, are you, are you asking like stuff. what social media is coming up more? No, well, no, no, just like just other ones that are bigger than just, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook. So basically with Twitter, there's really not much like with Facebook, there's always sharing and, you know, so much more content. Twitter is just really 140 characters or less or they, they doubled that now. Or is that to 
Is that at 320? It's also so the effective way in which our president communicates. <laughs> yes. But let's not open that can because <laughs> let's not go there. We, will make, we will make someone... Uh, That's a good way to get comments. Right, right. We'll make someone uh, irritated regardless of what we say there. Uh, so then that was obviously just meant as a joke. Um, but with these, uh, with these social media platforms that are out there as a parent tony um i know that you're probably concerned your kids are a little younger than mine they're they're not in on any social media yet my kids are asking and i'm uh very diligent in watching what they do and who they are yeah i think for me as a parent the biggest uh warning sign or the, the biggest thing to give some some thought to again as a parent is I'm starting to see social media mold our children's identity, yeah. our teens' identities. Yes. They get a lot of their who they are and who they are supposed to be through social media. And I think as a parent, that's terrifying because we don't have control of that side, right? We can say you can and can't watch TV. You can and can't read this magazine or this book. But when they have their device and they're off in la-la land, there is a lot more... Uh, subject matter that yeah. they're being exposed to, good or bad. Yeah. I'm not saying it, that it's good or bad at the moment, but it's identifying a generation of people yeah. that we as parents need to be more diligent and vigilant yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the, the thing that really scares me is parents think that they have controls of stuff. I'll give you an example. I was talking with um, a parent at the church one day and, and uh, I was talking with her and her son. And so if you, if you don't know it, like right now, the main way you guys can correct me if I'm wrong here, the main way kids communicate is not texting anymore. It's Snapchat, right? Yeah, no, it's like Snapchat or Instagram DM. Yeah. So like if, if you want to, if I, if I want to get a, a hold of a kid, I don't ask them for their cell phone number anymore. I say friend me on Snapchat because I know that's mm-hmm. where they are. Right. So I'm talking to the student about that and, and uh, I want to take them out to lunch, try to reconnect with them a little bit. I, and um, it's like, hey, you know, Snapchat me or whatever. And so him and his mom and I kind of got to talking about Snapchat. And um, and, he said, and and we were kind of having a similar discussion about how, man, you know, crazy stuff can happen on Snapchat, whatever. And uh, and she's like, oh, he doesn't use it all that much except for his stories and all of that. And uh, I said, yeah, or he has you blocked. And she said, huh? And he was kind of behind her and it was like, uh, uh. And so it's like parents don't understand that stuff. You can be blocked on Snapchat where you think that they're not seeing stories but or, or posting stories, but they are. Or, you know, so having an understanding of how this stuff works and what they can do. Because here's what I see. I see a kid portraying themselves as one way to parents, and they are a completely different person, especially on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Would you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah. Because just like John said, their identity is coming from that. So they're always trying to promote themselves, whether or whatever that is, right? So, um, and the thing with Snapchat too is it goes away. Parents can't monitor it. Uh, to, to your point, um, I think there are ways to monitor it, but parents aren't doing the real in-depth stuff, which we can get into later. So, with all that said, let's talk about what is being consumed on Snapchat. So, Facebook's pretty straightforward. Um, probably Instagram and Snapchat are the two bigger ones, and the biggest one being Snapchat as far as possible issues, right? So, okay, if you guys were to look on your stories of your friends in high school. Now, when we're talking stories, we're talking on Snapchat. It's, you can think of a story as kind of like a timeline. It's, it's what people are posting, but it's always a video, that kind of stuff. That's what a story is. Um, what kind of stuff is, are, will people, will kids your age post about? Usually things that they think are funny. 
which might not be funny to someone else. So it's like very easy to bully someone on there because yeah. you might say something about them that you think is funny that you don't even realize is being rude and ignorant to them, but they don't see it, so it doesn't affect them. But it's still very rude. Or or you they you might see, depending on like a weekend, you could see them like they would take videos of them partying or something because they think it's like yeah. they're trying to show their friends they're cool. They're in the how cool they yeah. are or yeah. something like that. What do you see, Jaden? Here's a good one. Fortnite wins. <laughs> Fortnite. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's true. If you don't know what Fortnite is, Fortnite's a video game that's getting real popular right now. And it's – God, if I see one more Fortnite thing, we that's just mm-hmm. – Fortnite's not a bad thing, but, my, man, my they son, are my, over my it. My 11-year-old son went to school today in a Fortnite T-shirt. Like, he <laughs> loves Fortnite so much so that – um, we have had to put a stipulation on, on all devices, but yeah. mostly this particular game. We as parents have used devices, I'm guilty as, yeah. at times, as our babysitting tool, yeah. as our pass-off, yeah. as our I've got stuff going mm-hmm, yeah. on, and and our, our children get involved in these devices, Man, get involved really in these games, and then all of a sudden we're saying, why are you addicted when it's really us that has pushed them in wow. many cases into that? Never thought How about many that. three, four, five-year-olds do you see with a device in front of their face watching a cartoon so mom and dad yeah. can do whatever mom Well, you and dad can even say the do. same thing to teenagers. Like, oh, they're they're in their room. At least they're mm-hmm. they're occupied, not annoying me, and mm-hmm. they're in Snapchat or whatever doing That's That's really interesting. Again, it, it's, it's, it's the identity part, right? Yeah, it's it's uh, Kids are not only... Um, Getting and learning an identity, another parenting tip I was going to save for later, but I'll, I'll put out there right now, is that we use these, we as in teens are, are using social media to cry out, to yep. express, mm-hmm. and most of the time, there's a study, for example, that was done in uh, Chicago, at the University of Chicago in 2017, they studied a thousand teens over a period of four years, and what they realized is that the the identity the real identity of a team is what you see online that's really yes. what's in their heads that's yes. really what's in their mind that's really what's in their spirit yep so you may have a kid who is talking to you like you expect them to talk to yes. you but they may have this whole other life and the dangerous part of that is this other life how they live on social media is really how they truly think yep that's and they how really they are. truly uh, react to things and how they are spiritually. Yes. So as a parent, again, you need to be sure that you're monitoring that because it, it can, it can cause other bad things in, in the years to come. But that identity is, is who your child really is, or at least what's in their mind. And, and that's where they're expressing it. Yeah. And just, and just to kind of tag on to this, cause we can make these podcasts really long by adding stuff. Cause there's something I want to add here, but um, I'm going to start doing, so we're doing like these big discussions probably, uh, once a month ish, once every six weeks. Um, but I'm going to do parent tips that are just going to be to me or John or just somebody. And we're going to do three to five minutes. And I'm going to make one of those of how to monitor Snapchat because, or, or how to monitor social media in general. Um, but, but I, I don't want to go too deep into that yet, but we definitely need to do that. So be watching that for on the, on the, uh, podcast as well. Um, but yeah, just like what Joe was saying just this week. I was um, I follow a kid on Snapchat and um, one of the things that's so crazy to me is like for example in a fight situation you know there's fights that happen at school fist fights what is the first thing that happens when a fist fight erupts in the hallway people pull out their phones and they pull out their phones instead <laughs> of trying to help the person or getting that so I'm on Snapchat and I'm seeing this this fight and just like you said they think it's funny and the the kid is like 
you know, got this, this description of, you know, this person doesn't play and, and, and is recording this fight that's happening at school. And it's like, that's what our mentality has come down to of, I want to be the first one to post instead of, I want to be the one to help this person, you know? So, so let's just talk about fights. Cause I see like, there's whole user accounts dedicated to just posting about crazy fights. How much of that do you see on Snapchat? Let's say on a week to week basis of just, just whether it's fights or drama or whatever. Uh, usually it'd probably be like on the weekends when there's parties because that happens a lot at yeah. like parties. There's there's like always a fight at par party. Yeah. Party. <laughs> so you'll just see it from multiple people. And yeah. Do you guys think that the fight. social media piece, you know, the Snapchats, Instagrams and all that makes these fights, makes these moments that are captured more salacious or more, uh, for example, a fight? Is a fight more intense because that kid who's in a fight knows they're being recorded. Do you, has anyone ever thought about, wait a second, I'm actually contributing here to what's going on because generally like this podcast, when we know we're being recorded, we are being measured and, yeah. and try to, you know, trying to be intelligent with what we're saying. And I think that there is a direct relation to that when people are in those situations, they know, I mean, in, in, I got to look good, not just this crowd, Joe but everybody Jayden, that's yeah, going to be on Snapchat. Tell me, yeah. tell me if you've seen any real life experiences, but when you're, when you know you're being snapped, you put your performance face on, I guess mm -hmm. is, is what I'm trying there's, to say. There's a, there was two boys in my school that got in a fight and one of them lost and everybody thought he was going to win. And he actually dropped out of school because he was so embarrassed mm -hmm. by losing a fight that he thought he was going to win and he was talking himself up. And then he just got really embarrassed, and he dropped out of school like the next day. Was was the talk up on Snapchat and stuff? Was yeah, that it was all on, happening? Yeah, it was on Snapchat. How much and drama do you guys school? see? Like all, mm -hmm. uh, 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 <laughs> like, there's like at least like a couple arguments a day, and like no, what the problem is? is so that, they actually argue yeah, back and will, forth on we'll, Snapchat we'll, on stories. People will they, post they, things not talking to them, so it's like they're too afraid to actually say something to mm -hmm. the person they're arguing with, but they want to let the whole world know that this yeah. is how they feel about someone. So then, okay, let's walk us through an argument. So how do you argue on your Snapchat story? So let's say I'm mad at Jaden for doing something. So I post on my story a picture of some of the floor because I don't want to take a picture of anything else, right? And then put in there, because I've seen the long descriptions of, <laughs> like, it fills the whole screen. And then what does J what does Jaden do, or what does other people who see that story do? Literally, it's like a response to them. Like, it, it's almost as if like you were responding to them as they were, if, as if they were talking to you directly, but you're just putting it on your story for, for everyone else to see, to see your guys' argument. It's weird. That's crazy. And then you turn a fight into a group. So chat. if you're not involved in that fight, like let's say you're just reading the story, what's your typical reaction? Is it uh, more drama or do you then post more about it? Or Well, some people probably think it's funny. That's why they're posting it on their story in the first place because mm -hmm. they want attention from other people. Wow. Fighting on Snapchat. That's, I guess it gives you time to formulate your response. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, think it's a, person. I think it's a, it's a, it's a generation that we're in, right? With, with these devices and, and teens, it's a time where they can get the most recent information. Cause we all live in this now society where whatever yeah. we want, we can get it. I can order almost anything in the world and have it in my house in two days because that's the good things about the technology. Thank you, Amazon. That, right. Right. Um, <laughs> The, the technology, though, has these other things that are making our children more connected yeah. to an electronic beast than yeah. to people in, uh, in the flesh. 
Okay, explain like, to me. Here's, here's what John was talking about. Um, this girl posted, how lucky am I to have something that makes me saying goodbye so hard? So he's, she's just posting her feelings yeah. on Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah, I think that a lot of times uh, the feelings on Snapchats need to really be paid attention to. Again, parenting tip here, all you parents. Um, not only monitor, and I'm not saying micromanage what your children do. They need their space. They need their, their place to go and vent. And, and if you're not careful... Um, and you reference it too much, yeah. you're going to get blocked. They're going to shut you out because it's very easy to do that. Yeah. But in your monitoring, you know, a kid that says something like that needs, needs parents and loved ones just to be there and, and let them know. Because the other thing that's happening with all the social media is that I'm seeing that children, teenagers, sorry, I call, still call you guys kids, uh, but teenagers... Are, are expressing themselves in social media yeah. and adults are not doing anything with that. Yeah. And um, I think that that's a dangerous thing for adults to, to turn a lazy ear to and, and become complacent with it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I'm, I'm going through some of my Snapchat stuff here. A lot of hit me ups, <laughs> which I think speaks to loneliness a little bit. Yeah. I mean, like I see, so HMU means hit me up, which me or FaceTime me or something like that. Like, I think because they're so involved in their social media that they don't actually get any one-on-one time. Um, what else we got? Streaks. Let's talk about streaks. Okay. <laughs> Explain to us streaks, guys. Uh, well, you... It's and streaks is just for Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally just like you keep up. You at least gotta send them like one picture Snapchat. Like you can't text a snap. Okay. But it has to be at one at least one picture Snapchat within every twenty four hours, and that's how you keep. Excuse me. That's how you keep a uh, streak with them. Okay. And like if you know if you exceed that twenty four hours, you lose the streak, and then you get like a little fire emoji on it, and it's like you know people will have like a three hundred sixty day streak. You know it's like. Why are those so stinking important? We we would go to camp and at, at youth camp we would take phones away, and used to it it was kind of a deal. But then like, but now kids, the biggest thing is I'm gonna lose my streaks. Like mm-hmm. it's just sending a snap back and forth. And like, why is that so important? Like is that just is that what now is like? Uh, what tells you that I have somebody willing to just at least send me a picture? Like is that? Is I that, think it's more of like whenever, like if I was talking to Jaden about it and I, he was like, my highest streak is 106 or something. And I'm like, yeah, well, my highest streak is this. So it's kind of like a competition. Okay. And it, like they're not, it's not really like a competition, but it just kind of like gives yourself satisfaction whenever you know that your streak is higher than somebody So else's. is it more about the higher streak or is it more about somebody's willing to take time to think about me for at least a yeah. second a day? Is that, is that part of it? Yeah. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. It's an emotional stickiness invented by, uh, well, played on by Snapchat. What I mean by that is Snapchat knows that if we create this thing, call it a streak, the kids are going to say, the people are going to say, I've got a streak that's 111. Oh, yeah, well, I've got a streak that's mm-hmm. three. And and it's going to get other people wanting to get those streaks. What does that do? It gets more customers right, constantly right. coming back. Well, I, and I get so, the business side, but like what's scary to me is like, it just speaks to what you were saying as far as the identity part. Like they so need somebody to tell them that I'm willing to think about you once a day, that streaks are 
that big of a deal. Right. Let me ask all of you this and everybody listening. Where must someone's identity be that they have to share it in a social media world with mm-hmm. more people than they do the people that they live with or the people that they associate with teens, adults, whatever what's happened to our society where we have become physically an unknown and virtually unknown. It's, it's a script that has been flipped on us over time. And yeah. I think it's, it's a dangerous thing. We must be careful. Yeah, with it. no, I completely agree. Okay. So let's talk about some other stuff. 11, 11. <laughs> What is that? Oof. Um. So, for those of you listening on Snapchat, I think I know what it is. But every time when it's 11, 11 p.m., they will mention somebody's name. Well, a.m. or p.m. It's like a, making a wish. Oh, there's two different yeah, ones? Yeah, it's, you can do 11, yeah. 11 at any time. Okay. Um, it's, it's, okay, the saying is 11, 11, make a wish. Okay. But usually people put, like, their boyfriend or girlfriend or the person they're, you know, talking to. Okay. As their that's 11, their wish. 11, yeah. To, you know, is it going to be people that maybe they like but doesn't like them back, and they hope they see it? I guess so. Yes. Could be. Okay. Yeah. Is that a lot? Yeah. Does that ever create drama? No. Maybe between the two person people. Yeah. But they'll, they'll nothing, talk that nothing out. Nothing they'll put on their privately. stories. Yeah. Okay. T- Tbh. Is that even popular anymore? Oh, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Oh. I still see it here. I think there. it's more popular between girls than it is with guys. Mm-hmm. But tell us how that works. Uh, Can you do TBH on Snapchat? Yeah. Um, Lots of people do like TBH videos. Okay, TBH is to be honest. Okay. To be honest, yeah. That's what I said, right? So, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I said it quick. To be honest, and it's like, I guess they, okay, so they put TBH on their story, and they put like an arrow, so you slide up. Slide up is the way you communicate. Slide up is the way you communicate with somebody that posted that story, so that we can talk, they can talk to them directly. So, yeah, um, the person that, you know, posted the tbh they give their honest uh, well quote unquote honest it may not be honest but you know usually it's super be, generic yeah or or you know um but and then it's you said there was their, like a, t- a to be rude yeah but they give their honest opinion of that person that slid up for to, to get the tbh but yeah the to be rude that's like a to be honest but like they say something rude about it or about you it's like wow um, okay, so let's talk about just communication. So Snapchat's the way p- kids communicate. We talked about that, right? Um, what's like the typical flow when a guy starts Snapchatting a girl? Mm. <laughs> Your facial expression kind of already gave that away. You <laughs> can't really see. Yeah. So like what, what, I mean, I think, I think parents probably know where I'm going here, but like how quickly, I'll, I'll say it like this, how quickly does it escalate? to inappropriate stuff depends on how how like how you know that person yeah if you know him as a friend you'll just keep talking to him as a friend and it's actually enjoyable like if you know them personally like face to face then it's like they don't Mm -hmm. usually go into that at all or not like very fast but if like they don't really know them it'll kind of go a lot faster Mm -hmm. and yeah because it's kind of like I guess like they think it's a lot less awkward because right because you you don't know them in person yeah because if you see them in person it'd be kind of awkward to how, how often do you think, like, that kind of – and when we're talking inappropriate stuff, I mean, just to stop implying things. Like, we're talking about inappropriate pictures being sent, pictures being asked for, all of that kind of stuff. Like, how – I guess the way to qualify that is, like, a typical guy, how many times does he ask a girl he doesn't know within a given week? 
Mm, a lot. Depends on her reaction the first time he asks. Yeah. Okay. And that well, but I feel like he won't just stop at the first. Like if she says no, no then he just no, go to another no, one. No, he won't. He won't. He definitely won't. It, well, if well, see, here's the thing, is that I notice people will ask for like pictures and stuff, and uh, the girl will get super offended or, or like at least act like it, but they don't take the simple solution of maybe like blocking or something like that. <laughs> they just allow them to stay. stay they allow them to keep Snapchatting that and they keep responding. And wow. it's like, okay, you must at least like the attention that yeah. you're getting, you know, and the guys know that. Yeah. And the guy, and the guy, kn- guys know. Let that. me ask this. Is it always just the guy asking? No. Or is there times girls initiate? There's times very few, few It's, it's mainly guys asking mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So let's talk about just an average high school. And for the guys listening, the teens listening, that will always be the case. (laughs) No, I don't know. There's a lot of times. I mean, by by and large, though, as far as the inappropriate picture sending and all all of that. I I agree, yeah. In my experience, um, it's... It's heavy guys and yeah. uh, and the teens, the ladies, the girls. I mean, I'm, I guess it probably happens too, but in my experience, it's been mostly the boys. Yeah. Uh, and that's because okay. we're mostly dumb. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to put like a percentage of it, how many times did the girls send something? Maybe not the first mm-hmm. ask, but eventually they wear them down enough. Like overall? Yeah. Shoot. It... Uh... 50%, 80%? I'd say about 80%. 80%? It, it's, yeah, it's, it's not high. hard. All right, so let's talk about a guy during a day. How many times do you think a guy asks a girl randomly each day he's on Snapchat? Well, let's ask the girl right now. In your experience. Well, you might not get it as much because you're taken, or is that, does that not matter? I mean, sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes guys are just very disrespectful and they don't care. But, like, mm-hmm. before I was with my boyfriend. Technician time. It happened a lot more frequently than people think it would. Qualify that. Um, in a at day. At least like in a day. Or a week. I, w- I would say week. Like probably like three times a week. Three Sometimes times a week you the, have the same yeah. guy or different guys? Well, most of the time it's different guys. Okay. De- I mean, depends on how social a girl is. I wasn't. I didn't really like want to socialize with people. So. so you are not a social girl. Yeah. And you you were being hit up at least three times a week. By mostly different. different how guys. how uh, how um, pushy were those guys? Um, like if you said no, was it okay? Or most of the time it was just like okay, and then he would like try to conversate for a little bit, and then flirt really like a lot, and then it just kind of got annoying. Yeah, yeah, and then just bring it back up or something and ask, well, why didn't you want to? It's like and for a point of reference, some of them are just like, why are you like that? Like, why be so greedy? And then like they're like. They're, like, confused as to why I wouldn't want to do that. For a point of reference for folks at home, JoJo, you are how old? Fifteen. Exactly. And so she's been taken for a while. This happened, you know. So this is the culture not of our 18 and 19-year-olds. This is the culture of our 13s and our 14s and our 15s. Mm. And um, it's very dangerous because there's, there's a lot of legal implications for example there's three states in the united states that if your child has a nude picture of their uh boyfriend girlfriend anyone that's under the age you too could be responsible for child pornography charges there's uh over half the states that have laws that that person is responsible for child pornography and those carry extremely large uh implications for the rest of your life yeah 
and that's one of the things that I've seen in social media is it, um, it has a tendency to bring out decisions that we make for the now that affect us for yeah. the forever. Yeah. Okay. So Jaden, from a guy's perspective, how often do you think a typical guy is asking in a, in a week? Sing, well, I guess I was going to say single guy, but it probably doesn't even matter, does it? Uh, depends on how loyal they are to their girlfriend. Would you say most are loyal? To a degree, yeah. So 50-50? Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> I feel like Joe wants to say something. A, no? non, okay. a non-loyal guy would you – know, Non-loyal or, single. Not loyal, let's, let's just say single. Let's single, just say single. single yeah. um, somebody that's single. Mm. Once a day? At least. At least. Probably. At how le- many different if girls? If not every other day. How many How many like different girls? Um. Usually, usually they'll ask like the same girl quite a bit, and then if they really can't get anything, they get tired of knowing the fact that the girl wants the attention, but they're still saying no, so they move on to the next girl. And so, and point of reference, Jaden, how old are you? Uh, sixteen. Exactly. So again, that's our point: is that we have. We have teens in here talking about their experiences, and these are our faith-based Christian teens who who go to public school and are out there and, and seeing this and have had these experiences. And um, I think it's something that, again, as a parent, we have to really be diligent about. And I'm really looking forward to Tony's follow-up on how to monitor. <laughs> yeah, really, honestly, my biggest thing to monitor is log into all your kids' Snapchats because that's really the only way to do it. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that on maybe, maybe next week's quick parent tip. Um, so that's the biggest thing that you have to know, especially when it comes to Snapchat, do not just assume, oh, they're just looking at different stories. They're just keeping up with their friends. There's so much more deeper stuff that's happening there. And it's on a very frequent basis. So we have to be, we have to figure this thing out, man. I mean, that's, that's crazy. You were getting hit up three times a week and you know, you're saying typical guys at least once a day. That's a big deal. That's mm-hmm. a big deal. What what's some is there do you, any other questions as far as that? What's some other content that I mean is there anything else outside like I, let's talk about the I don't I don't know if you want to call them games or whatnot but like I always see these things on Snapchat where it's like these questionnaires. Sometimes those things are intense like mm-hmm. how many times have you effed somebody or yeah. like I mean it's you know not to cuss on here but and what's it's your like quote unquote body count. Yeah, what's your I mean and, and I don't I don't follow a ton of uh, students on on Snapchat, but the I mean so just I'm just seeing that just on what I see. I mean, what is some what are some questions on because those questionnaires are pretty pretty I mean they're they're pretty normal, right? Mm-hmm. What's some of the type of questions you would have on those things? I'll say it like this: What's some of the crazier questions you've seen? Maybe on a pretty frequent basis, so so they know we're not like exaggerating. Well, here here's a question people will ask other people. And this is what this is something they use to get nudes, you know, from from each other. It's be like, "Have you ever sent nudes before?" Oh, and that's wow. how that's how they'll open up this little door that, you know. Because if you've done it for others, then you'll probably. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a that's a big question. That people it's a very manipulative about. question too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that so you see that pretty often. And people honestly answer that. Yeah. What, what about you? Any any questions like that that you see on these questionnaires I can't that really think of any other than the question that you had come yeah. up with and the one he came up with but i mean it's just kind of like simple questions like i mean now it's like have you ever cut yourself have you ever tried wow. to commit suicide like that's those game things that you're talking yeah. about it's like 
it's a question and then there's like a bunch of boxes and you're supposed to mark them off if you have right, tried. Right. So it's it's those questions like how many people have you had sex with? Um have you ever sent nudes? Have you ever cut yourself? Have you ever tried to commit suicide? It's like so is that would all those questions, questions be on the same questionnaire? Yeah. Are teens this day um, concerned at all about privacy? Do you guys think about privacy like Tony and I think about? And, and, and we're more liberal, Tony and I, on privacy probably than our parents yeah. and so forth and so on. But through social media, we've, we've, we've had this. And again, we're not here to say all social media is bad. But through social media, we've had this desensitization on privacy. Yeah. And I'm curious about the teens. Do you guys see privacy, your people knowing your business as not a big deal? I mean, sometimes teens are not only letting people know their business, they're showing people their business. And <laughs> yeah. it's a very common thing. Is that just something that happens? Is privacy no longer private? I know personally, I don't like to post very much, like at all in general, just because I just don't. But other people I've seen, they it's like they want, it's like they want people to know more about them to make them feel sorry for them. Yeah, I see. There's certain students I'll see posts all the time. Like I saw one yesterday. Am I beautiful or ugly? Comment. Mm-hmm. It's like, and You're people will be. I mean, and they, and and, and yeah, <clears throat> and it's like, why would you post that? You know. Um, that, and that that was on Facebook, you know, but I, I think to your point, I think they don't even know that they're doing it, but I think that's why Snapchat's so big because A, they know their parents aren't on there, so they'll be private with their parents in certain areas, mm-hmm. but I don't care what my friends see. And then also they know, you know, Grandma Betty can't comment on my whatever. JoJo's laughing over here because it's <laughs> true, right? You know, because I've seen those, like, Grandma does something and she thinks it's a letter and, you know, ends it with love, Grandma, or whatever, and just... I was speaking. I was speaking with a, a psychiatrist before this for show prep to be ready and, and have some some stats and some things. And one of the things that she was telling me is that, um, and it's funny because Tony mentioned it last week in at youth group, where you were saying anxiety is Huge is a deal. big thing right now. Anxiousness Huge. is a big thing. Codependency, which a lot of people don't know what it is, has become a large yeah. thing. A lot of these. Not even resurgence, but a lot of these like giant things that are happening are there is a there is a direct correlation of the advent and the continuation of social media in people's lives. Because back in the day, you always hear and, and teens, I'm sure, are told you can't worry about what other people think. Right in the broadcasting industry, that's something that is ingrained in you. You can never, because people are always going to have something negative to say. But with the social media, we want to think that, but we tell everybody our business. And then um, it it causes several different issues, including anxiousness, when we do that. And a lot of times, and this is what she said, is we have self-inflicted emotional issues that are a direct relation to social media wow how does that play out we don't know yet we're in the early in the early days of this i know you know what a lot of parents are going to be thinking we're not going to be able to answer it in this podcast but a lot of parents are are thinking okay so i need to monitor i need to do this i need to do that and i know i need to do it how do i do it tell me what to do and um that's going to have to be a follow-up parenting tip yeah. Um, podcast because there's not going to be enough time in this one. Yeah. 
So do you guys see any other content that you're like on your week to week? You know, we've covered, I think, some stuff. Is there anything that I'm missing or that's normally out there? I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff goes on that goes on, but then again, it's like it's really simple almost. Like it's in what like, sense? Like it, it's it's all like it's all like a lot of happening, but it's not like it's like all the all the stuff that we just talked about. Like it's all at the tip of our fingers. And yeah, like, you know, any of us can do it. It's like you know, you got to choose. Not everything you that you can see, like on social media. It can affect you in a negative way, but it could not be necessarily a negative post. Like, I know, like, myself, I g- will go through Instagram and see pictures of, like, just a girl with a cute outfit on or something. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, oh, my gosh, that's so cute. And then I'm like. You're comparing. Yeah, I'm like, but I can't wear that because mm-hmm. I don't have the same, yeah. you know, body type. It wouldn't look f- right on me. So then it kind of brings my self-confidence yeah. down a little bit. So it might she might not have meant anything by posting it, but yeah. it made me feel a different way about myself. So just even just looking at people seeming like they're having a good time or whatever mm-hmm. creates issues like John was just talking about within yourself. Do you guys mm-hmm. use hashtags much in the, in the actual sense of how you're supposed to search things? No. no, no. Like even to find like maybe for guys to find like bad pictures or like, you know, no, not so much. Uh, I've seen that happen before, like, but, but it's not, it's not right. super common. I, I, people have no idea. I'm sure even parents, like, you know what a hashtag is, but you don't know like the actual purpose. Maybe I can make that part of next next week's parenting tip, but I didn't know if that was something that hashtags are supposed to be used as kind of like a search engine for on social yeah, media I sites. Yeah, I kind of use it as like a joke more now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hashtag, I think we're running out of time. Tony. Yeah, I agree. You like that transition? Parents, if you've got, that uh, was good. That was don't, good. Don't put that part in there. Parents, if you've got questions about maybe some things that you've seen your kids, um, you know, looking at or, or whatnot or um, how to use something or whatever, put them in the comments. We want to, we want to hear uh, your feedback. We've gotten some good feedback from our first one. Um, and, and like I said, we're going to be doing some follow-ups. It's not a full blown ep- episode, but um, maybe next week or in the next few weeks, we'll start doing about how to use Instagram, how to use Snapchat, how to use those things and some, th- and, and how to do some monitoring stuff. So make sure to be subscribing and following on the podcast and all of that. So I think we'll wrap everything up. You guys have any other, qu- anything to add or technician Tom? Oh, he doesn't have a mic, so he can't talk to it's us. It's by design, though, right? <laughs> yeah, it is by design. Technician, that's kind of our inside joke. He doesn't get a mic, so uh, maybe someday we'll let you hear his voice. All right, cool. All right, well, this has been another Teen Culture Podcast presented by Faith Christian Family Church. Thank you so much for joining us, and be sure to tune in for another podcast in the coming weeks.